Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Hooked. The podcast where we give you all the plot hooks that you'll ever need in your entire role-playing life. I'm your host, N.C. Weber, and I have two people here to help me give you some plot hooks today. One is... James Elliott. And the other is... Your old pal, old Maddie Hannibal Butler. Yep, your old pal, old Maddie Hannibal Butler. That's right. Mm. <laughs> James, who are yeah. you? What do you do? What are you about? Ah, uh, well, what am I about? I'm about town. Uh, what do I do? I make treasure hunts and treasure maps. Uh, now that's an exciting thing. That's a, that's a fun thing to say. Yes, it is a very fun thing to say. <laughs> He's a <laughs> low-key adventurer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm an adventurer, adventurer with a capitalist bent. Um, yeah, I uh, I make treasure hunts for the Brisbane Treasure Hunt Society, a not so secret society that um, specializes in immersive experiences uh, powered by treasure maps. So I really just wanted to make treasure maps and be paid for it. Wonderful. And what sort of treasure does one find on these treasure hunts? Well, that's an excellent question, Zane, and i got to keep some secrets to myself. No, you said it's a not-so-secret society. Oh. Expose yourself. <laughs> or at least admit that you're building an El Dorado. <laughs> well, I, no, I'm contractually obliged to say I can't comment on that. Damn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but, uh, you know, some of the treasure, sometimes on a, on a date night, it's about having a really enjoyable time with your partner. Um on the historical... Um, emotional treasure. Emotional Gross. treasure. Is the treasure the friendship we get along the way? Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes... It's pretty economical. The friendship we get along the way. <laughs> uh, it varies from hunt to hunt, but uh, when someone wants one specifically made, the good news is they supply the treasure, so... Wonderful. Mm. Uh, and so you also feature on the podcast Drunk Game Design. Yes, I'm on Drunk Game Design, uh, where we, as you can probably guess from the title, get drunk, design a game, create the game for people to play for free. For uh, free? Yes. That's the treasure. That's the <laughs> It's a very wet treasure, but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, we, we do that. That's uh, quite fun. And? And uh, yeah, I host Fictional Reality. So that's a podcast about um, about immersive worlds, puzzle building, um, how to create a, an immersive world, and what exactly is a fictional reality. So stay tuned for that. Well, by the time this is out, you should be able to find fictional reality. Um, that's not canon.com forward slash fictional reality. Excellent. Tune in. Um, and on all your podcatchers. Oh, can't wait, baby. And Matthew. Hello. Who are you? What do you do? Who am Why are I? you alive? <laughs> well, I guess if I'll turn into, tune into a fictional reality and I'll find out. Find out the why of my personal fictional reality. What is narrative? Who am I? Anyway, 
I'm old Maddie. As my Kiotis out there will know, I host Delicious Word Sandwich, a literature podcast that transforms classic works of literature into physical sandwiches for us to eat. And so we can d- indulge in glorious stories with our eyes and our mouth holes. Now tell me, how many of these sandwiches have been steak sandwiches? Well, <laughs> the stakes are rather high with this question. Uh, oh, golly. Just like <laughs> some of them have corn in them too, by the sound. <laughs> well, now they will. That's a good idea. Anyway, um, I believe I have made three steak sandwiches, two of which were Hemingway, so I hope you can forgive me for that. The third, I wish to retcon eventually in a reanalysis, which was Sylvia Plath's The Bell Jar. Mm. I understand my reasoning for it, but I was wrong. I was so wrong. Well, stay tuned for that. And again, you can find that mm. at that'snotcounter.com forward slash delicious word sandwich. Mm-hmm. And when I'm not doing delicious word sandwich, I am writing novels, radio plays, short stories, and generally gallivanting as a budding actor and private investigator. And now you're writing plot hooks. I am indeed. Because that's what we're here for. We take an inspiration image from a Magic the Gathering card and a random word and we come up with uh, plot hooks for you to use. The way that we do that is we each offer an initial pledge, just like a magic trick. We then offer a turn where we expand upon that idea and collaboratively come up with a prestige where we twist that idea into something that you can use in your game. Along the way, we'll probably come up with a lot of fun stuff that you can use if you want or not. Uh, We are published under a Creative Commons license, so you feel free to use any of these ideas in your games, but if you're going to share or replicate them, just give us some credit. That's all we ask. Easy. Excellent. That's so much... (laughs) <laughs> so the uh, inspiration image for this week is Epic Proportions. Now, it seems to be some sort of uh, person in a cape riding a giant cow goat thing mm. through what seems to be a goblin fortress or mm. something. A bovine beast. And the quote at the bottom is, From might to mighty. Mm-hmm. And mm. the random word is evolution. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very fitting random word with the uh, with the card. Yeah. Well, I I just want to totally upfront. Mm-hmm. I generate six random words. Mm-hmm. I pick the best one. Uh, okay. 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 Yeah. So I the mean, one skirt and hubcap didn't quite make the cut. Well, no, the other ones were <laughs> supplementary, capital, attractive, missile, and minister. So I mm. could have gone with missile, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe supplementary. We who could knows? have made attractive work. But evolution was the first one. Yeah. So uh, who has who has a pledge? So I would just like to say a calculated random word. That's nice. I like yes. it. I dig. Mm. Uh, could I go first? Please. All right. So my pledge, it would be, it would be kind of like a. So the person in the cape is not who you think it is. It's not who I'm about to mention. But this whole serum of epic proportions of from might to mighty is a Howard Hughes-like entrepreneurial figure Mm. in this fantasy world. He's developed this serum to make, especially cattle, bovine creatures, far larger in order to solve food food, resource crisis. Right. Mm. And he's feeding villages and everyone is like manic for this serum. So you say Howard Hughes, I hear Elon Musk. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a man of the classics. (laughs) And yeah, and he is... Working in evolution, he's becoming a master of evolution, and he is mm. monopolizing it. Mm. 
Okay, so... An allegory uh, for the dairy industry. Absolutely, yeah. Well, it's just the, the factory farming industry in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. not stop at cows? <laughs> what a time to be alive. <laughs> All right. Well, what about you, James? Do you have a pledge? Well... My pledge was that uh, evolution favours the large. So in this world, the bigger it is, uh, the more chance it has of, of surviving. Uh, I, I, had a, I had sort of two things here and I wasn't sure how to put them together, but then I, I thought of like irregular proportions, mm-hmm. like people that had irregular proportioned sort of like anatomy might be favoured by this world for some reason. So what anatomy? Like... <laughs> like- Legs, yeah, well, noses. It could, it could be anything like asymmetrical. Like one person's born with a very large right hand, and so uh, this world favors them <laughs> as uh, as sort of like better creatures. You know, in this world, we we sort of favor s- symmetry. This is a world that idolizes asymmetry, right? Um, so okay. the more sort of asymmetrical you are, and the more you know things are different um, sizes, the more like heralded you are, godlike, and sort of like the chosen one. So the most mong person is. Is sort of like he is the prophecy has foretold. The right foot is three times larger than the than that, the left. That's right. So if you have like a giant like right shoulder, mm. would you have like a glorious like shoulder cape over that shoulder to kind of like exaggerate it? Yeah, and you'd be like revered like a regal king with your robes. Absolutely. And what about what about like surgical? Oh, surgical. Well, yeah. Well, like- symmetry. Yeah. So symmetry is is sort of like the unideal. Um, so you would have surgical sort of manipulations to be asymmetrical. Yeah, like people like inserting like rocks underneath their skin to make like a weird, weird asymmetrical bulges on their shoulders or something. Yep, absolutely. Fantastic. Uh, you know, a really popular sport is arm wrestling, um, but only with the one arm. <laughs> so like, unless for those privileged kind of few in today's society, like we grow naturally more asymmetrically. So would this world be more kind of pro-nature and natural evolution than kind of like ideal, symmetrical, very kind of aesthetically kind of well, manufactured style? That's a good question because nature is pretty symmetrical. Okay. So I would like to think that this world is pretty asymmetrical. So everyone is sort of like has a dominant uh, a dominant side to some of their features, like mm. one nostril's larger than the other, one eye's smaller. Oh, so than so the this other. is like a base level thing. It's not it's not like a cultural thing. Mm. It's it's definitely like base level. So even like in nature, uh, creatures mm. uh, for some reason favor as- asymmetry. Yes. Right. I don't okay. know how that works or why it's good for survival. Well, we'll figure out is. for the turn. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, for mine, I'm going to go pretty simple. I think that there is a valley or an <laughs> island, some sort of uh, secluded area in which everything is huge. Mm-hmm. Um, everything, wildlife is giant. I uh, think King Kong sort of uh, skull island. Yeah. Um, n- there's no, like, monsters there. It's just... The creatures there are massive and no one knows why. So there isn't any civilization there. It's Mm. just you kind of walk in and then suddenly you're looking at a squirrel that's three times your height. And Uh, like the Galapagos Islands. Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, Yeah. Well, the the whole theory with Skull Island is that because it was independent and closed off, the animals had a chance to kind of just independently evolve at a hyper rate that wasn't 
kind of mm, evolve at a hyper rate, just ignoring the laws of physics altogether. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what you mean we can't just scale monkeys up to <laughs> to eight times their size? Uh, so, and that's kind of the the situation, like that you discover, like this this valley of the giants or or what have you, is just these regular creatures, but at immense size, and the complications that come with traveling through an area mm. like that. Uh, or perhaps trying to figure out why it happened and what's going on. Mm. Um, or, as Matthew might might suggest, harnessing it for profit. <laughs> what? <laughs> Me? <laughs> Never. Hey, okay, well, those are the three pledges. So we have uh, we have the serum, the giant serum, that giant is being serum. used to uh, make bigger profits from farming. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the world of asymmetry. And we have the Valley of the Giants. So, who wants? What turn do you think we should work on first? Mm, I'm, I'm something you said intrigued me about the Valley of the Giants, and it's mm. why are they giants? So, and and having a, you know, playing as to like, let's figure out like what the hell happened here. Sort of implying that it wasn't always the Island of the Giants, but something went wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, uh, I guess maybe there's like an old broken down wizard's tower with like a. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That he had harnessed a spring, but mm. now it's just uh, like a, a, a pool and a, and a stream that runs through it. And he had enchanted something to, uh, with a spell to make things larger. Mm. And things that have just consistently been drinking this water, or maybe uh, mothers who have been drinking this water, the children that they bore just grew to enormous sizes. Mm. And that's happened for generation after generation mm. after generation. And that's maybe that's why the uh, the creatures are yeah. so big. Almost like a druid was like, say, you know, there's the runt of the litter. This druid was trying to help these particular animals get on an equal playing field, mm. lost control of this kind of enchantment yeah, or serum, yeah. and it's gone through the whole island. They're long gone, and it's just gone way out of hand. Yeah, I think... But, like, because it's just the natural order just scaled up, nothing mm. terrible has happened. Like, no, there's been no uh, right. rampages, and if they move away, it could just be one rogue giant water buffalo, and when you kill it, like, that's it. There's not... <laughs> <laughs> They're larger animals, but maybe there's fewer of them. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Be yeah. because the ecosystem doesn't uh, support uh, entire herds of, of giant creatures. It'll mm. only support maybe ten to twenty, maybe a handful. Mm. Yeah. yeah, when yeah. the mosquitoes are as large as uh, aeroplanes. <laughs> aeroplanes. Yeah, you can only have a few. <laughs> Thank you, Bruce Springsteen. Uh, <laughs> um, well, quite selfishly, I think my kind of. Uh, pledge works quite well into the Monster Island 
How dare you try this? <laughs> I'm going to piggyback into that. I, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, you're, the, you're the origin story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so so may, maybe this this person, you, we need to give him a name. The uh, uh, Hmm. That's a good... All right. <laughs> so this person has, has found his... I'm not, I am not giving anyone a name this episode. Coward <laughs> Cues. Coward Cues. Keylon Coward Cues. Cues. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so they, they found their way into this and, and like taken samples and discovered what's going on and yeah. managed to make a serum that you can just kind of like either like feed or inject or yeah. whatever into. But I, I like kind of your idea of the wizard's tower and I, I actually like the idea of them having good intentions mm. at first mm-hmm. and then it just... Wait, your guy or the original guy? <laughs> the original guy in the wizard's tower yeah, yeah, in your yeah. story. Yeah, I quite like the idea of having good intentions and then it spirals out of control. Right, like the yeah. wizard enchants, you know, some of the feed for the for the bovine there to sort of grow quite large to feed the community. Yeah. And then uh, he gets flattened by one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, accidentally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I quite like that. Well, if we're going to piggyback, mm. then I... <laughs> no, all symmetry in the Valley of the Giants. <laughs> Well, I was going to say then, it's like, well, this is a lovely Valley of the Giants. The ecosystem is sustained. And then we just move the timeline forward a few generations and the asymmetries start to come out. That the the enchantment spell starts to work. Selectively Mm. break down. And you get these, I I don't want to call them, like, I don't don't see them as like these mutant creatures. Don't vilify them. They're beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Like Richard III. Um, Yeah, but we... Yeah, have this entire timeline of these giants who then sort of change and grow. Yeah, or, or maybe maybe it's the secondhand exposure. So mm. um, people or animals that car- or that currently like eat the, the the giant creatures. Yeah, maybe them and their offspring will have part of this enchantment on part of them, and so like yeah, yep. like you said, their right arm would grow a lot bigger than than the rest of them. Or Mm, or yeah. that have giant head or really long legs or something. Yeah. And they really, like, learn how to use these, what are really tools that have developed over generations to really interesting effect. Mm. Mm. Very effectively. A yeah. giant nose to smell all the things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like how Hellboy has that, like, rock arm. I think it's his right hand. Mm. And he uses that more as, like, a sledgehammer. Mm. And then he has his other hand to do, like, more rudimentary things. Light his cigar and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, so what we've done is we've managed to merge all three of them in the turn. Perhaps <laughs> we should, uh, in the prestige, twist further away again. Mm. So okay. we've, we've, we have kind of an origin. Uh, we have a setting, mm-hmm. which is the Valley of the Giants. We have uh, sort of a side effect that maybe a, a party can stumble upon and then try to figure out what's going on yeah. um, and then we also have someone who has figured out what's going on and is making profit from it Yeah. Uh, yeah so yeah. maybe we have a big bad evil guy, we have the introduction to the, the quest and we have the setting mm. so uh, what is what is something that we can do with all of these three things to twist away from it mm. so I think I think if we start with um, your your fellow's name what are we calling him? Mm. That's a very good. I like the I like the letter V. V. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna work in Victor. Victor. Husk. Victor Husk. Okay. Victor Husk. <laughs> um, 
Zane was very impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, so uh, <laughs> all people talked about on, on this podcast uh, bear no resemblance to anyone living or dead. <laughs> if they do, it is entirely coincidental. Uh, <laughs> it's a Howard Hughes reference. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh, so, so Victor Husk has found a way to harness this this uh, massive growth uh, that he has mm-hmm. found. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Where is he going from here? Like, I kind of want to see um, see him go full mad scientist and yep. start experimenting on himself, like yes. total. And yeah. then long fingernails, <laughs> right. you know? Yeah. Well, I love that. Yeah. Or Can just I like just a long fingernails, but why not just like really long arms and legs? So he's like walking yeah. like a spider. Like yeah. he can't walk upright Ooh. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I really like that. Yeah. And um, yeah, he's got this manic beard that kind of trails along. He looks quite bovine himself in a way but mm. also I like the idea that he kind of with wealth especially when you're accumulating wealth and this has been very successful it's never enough so mm. he's obviously weaponized it and he started selling it to people so now you got people riding these giant monsters into battle yeah and yeah, now yeah. there's wars breaking out between these giant animals and then you've got this really weird final boss fight with Victor <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I'm imagining he's like it's in his spine as well so he's got this curled around spine that's really large yeah and these long spidery legs with these yeah he would be terrifying yeah, yeah and yeah. I reckon his his main general is Capy Boy in the picture riding ah yes his, oh, big, yeah. his big bovine oh, yeah. Capy Boy yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, excellent. Well, should cool. we go then to the? So, what effect? Where, where are we twisting the the village or the uh, the society of people that uh, value asymmetry? Right. Um, my initial instinct is to go and someone presents something perfectly symmetrical. Someone finds like a sphere, and this has never been seen before. And uh, I, th- I think I don't know if this is a good idea, but. It's like, oh, that's amazing. We've never even, like, this is, we thought so it's you symmetry. you say sphere. Yeah. I think kitten. Because it's so cute, but so symmetrical. Mm. And it's like, oh, I love it, but it's so ugly. Oh, okay. Isn't it? <laughs> and then this wave of, of uh, kind of realization going like, oh. Right, yeah. Why reshaping. are we like this? Yeah, it, we bring something in. Something in from the island that um, that questions this this yeah. beauty yeah. of asymmetry, and maybe yeah, if if someone has like a familiar that's this is like a cat, mm. yeah. yeah, 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 and then like a, like a group of people kind of latch onto that idea and then start spreading uh, like this discontent with the way that things are and questioning mm. why 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 is this happening and why are some people. Uh, Entirely different to others, and mm. uh, like in, even in families, like things are different, and so that is kind of like a cult of symmetry that comes. Yeah, the cult yeah. of symmetry. Yeah. I like that, and it's like imagine if you found someone who was the same as you, and this idea gets spread in of like, mm. oh, I'd never even thought of that. I was always the guy with the huge right arm looking for someone else with the right arm, but that doesn't help in a, <laughs> yeah. in a family environment. <laughs> <laughs> and it becomes like a strength in numbers thing versus like mm. the established order. Yeah. 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 All right. Oh, so, and then the Valley of the Giants, I think, well, it can either go one way, either like it gets out of hand mm-hmm. 
and they start spreading across the land, either by their own accord or by someone else's accord. Either like part of the uh, the the weaponization of it is that they're they're taken and bred and trained, and so yeah. they can't. The, the initial valley is decimated mm. um, or harvested, or I guess if you do get there in time, you set up some sort of protection for this. This this unique ecosystem, depending, I guess, it depends on whether you have a druid in the party, yeah. <laughs> or you make friends with a particularly persuasive druid. Right. Um, yeah, I could definitely see the island becoming kind of like a capitalist ho- holy city, like Jerusalem. Like constant, mm. it's constantly changing, changing hands because so many forces want to harvest it. Do you yeah, know what we're yeah. talking about right now? Jurassic Park. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, also, King Kong. If 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 the whole universal whatever happened (laughs) (laughs) the extended universe yeah yeah, so I guess yeah so it is like wars are being fought over and I think maybe it just ends up dying out because of Mm. because of the crossfire Mm. yeah um and so, yeah, the, the secret is, is lost to the ages. And then, again, your your party can come in at any part of that from any side, mm. whether they're kind of sent in to, to wrest control of it or, or sent in by concerned circle of druids to kind of protect, yeah. uh, yep. get this, this last litter of, of warthogs or something mm. out yep. that are just regular warthog size, but they will grow to <laughs> giant warthog size. <laughs> or, yeah, we got to smuggle them ass- off the island. Or to assassinate Victor Husk and like, destroy his serum so he can't keep making more. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think that's, that's, that's the episode. So we, we have the Valley of the Giants. We have Victor Husk and his uh, enlargement serum. And we have the Cult of Symmetry or Asymmetry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, wonderful. So, so thanks for joining us, you guys. Excellent. Yeah, thanks um, for having me. If you want to use those in any of your games, please do. Let us know. If you have any artwork that you think we might like to use as inspiration, we are happy to accept it. Um, our email address is podcast underscore hooked at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook, on Instagram, and on Twitter. And our home on the web is that's not canon.com forward slash hooked. So we will catch you again next week. See you, everyone. All right. Thanks, Zane. See ya. Thank you. Farewell. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.